Can the Marvel save the MCU? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies and TV shows, finally. Finally, we do that again. Yay! Um, and the, specifically, the Marvels. That's right. We're talking about a Marvel movie on the show. Um, I'm your host, DJ Wildridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hello, Roxy. Hey, DJ. Are you finally excited to talk about movies again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... Yeah. Yeah. First of all, yes. Second of all, yes. You, you know, I'm the most excited to talk about television. Yes, but, true. Yes. But it feels like so difficult. I only saw during this time period, I'm going to say about like 20 movies. Uh-huh. So that's kind of tangible to talk about. Like, okay, here are the movies that I saw. Yeah. I saw more than that, but like, were, you know, ones that were worth talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah watched a hundred television shows and I've watched shows from the past. Future. <laughs> like I don't even know where to begin when people are like, yay, tell me what you watched during this time. And it's yeah. like, I am alone. I don't even I watched know. everything. Yeah. I don't I even know everything. anymore. I can't keep I track. Took, I wasn't, ugh, why does it keep doing this? Oh, <laughs> That is that. the sound of the week. Yes. I don't know. You remember when it was doing this months ago? <laughs> okay. So fixed that problem, yes. and then yesterday it started again. I all I have to do is click a button. Yes, that's what we'll do. That's anyway, what we'll do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming to figure out what to talk about. I was not allowed to work. Uh, oh my god, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> it doesn't want to play along. It's excited that we're back. Now it's like now you want to talk about SAG. I think that probably my best bet is to go with my webcam so that do it. Whatever works best. Happening. Oh my god! Why Logitech? Now it's it's so blurry. Use your thumb, Roxy. Mm -hmm. It's still blurry. Do you have one of those little? I have one around here. Let me hand it to you. Uh, (laughs) Do you have one of those little those little thingies? Yeah, I yeah. do, but I think it's... You look fine. You're fine. You can't find it. You're fine. Hold on. I do have a washcloth right here. There you so go. Oh, that's a good sound. Mm-hmm. Good. I, I can't hear it, fortunately. Oh, it's really good, yeah. DJ. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. There it <gasps> is. There it is. So we can't... We're in the middle of saying we can't figure out what, what, what you've been watching because there's so oh, much. There's just so much, and it's like... More than usual because I wasn't allowed to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, or, and people keep getting mad at me, or my interpretation was that yeah. I was not allowed to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, the, the guidelines it, were, I would argue, purposefully vague. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the last email that I got from SAG was you cannot speak about movie news during this time. Yeah. That's what it said. And that yeah. was the least vague one that I got. Yeah. And also an email I didn't want, like, I, so it wasn't beneficial for me. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- really would have preferred not to do that, but yeah. whatever. Super stoked about the agreement. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to read all of the points. Want to know more. But am like overwhelmed with now being able to talk about this because it feels like it's been 
months of my life of of watching things and you know the speed at which I watch things yes. when I am working full time. Yes. So when I'm not working full time and I'm by myself, I mean, I just watched the worst trash I've ever seen in my whole life mm-hmm. and I had nobody to tell about it. I couldn't vent about it to anybody. Yeah. And it's also weird. I have not processed this. I don't have an opinion on it, but it was as I was thinking about, cause there is, uh, there is, Ups and downs earlier this week. We the plan was we'd taken a couple weeks off. The plan was we were going to come back and talk about the Marvels. God willing, fingers crossed. And and the week, especially when like there was a last minute. We're kind of sneaking into news already, but whatever. There was a last minute like the AMPT whatever has laid down the deadline at five p.m. And I'm like, well, we're fucked. We're fucked. That's we're fucked. Like if there's certain like don't it's don't certain deadlines now. You're almost at the finish line. Fucking calm down. Um, so a lot of ups and downs and I had to process and I still haven't completely. It's like, we are so reliant, not just this show, but just like culturally, uh, in general on studio output. And I don't love that, but I also don't know what movies cost a lot of money. I don't know how to, f- I haven't processed that feeling, but it's like, I am bummed that this the show we do and culture in general is so reliant on studios that bums me out a little bit. Don't know how to process it. We'll get to it eventually. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's completely accurate DJ. And not only as a, as a consumer, does that bum me out? And as a host, does that bum me out? But just in general, you and I, where we are in this industry and where we're aspire to be and work hard to be. Yeah. These people are people that ultimately are our, bosses mm-hmm. like these are people that we have to work with you yeah. know like I, I was thinking about this yesterday um as i'm on air just f- ragging on Iger. i mean yeah. like ragging on him with that 5 p.m yeah. or else yeah or last best and final 5 p.m or else yeah like i was just like what a trolley polioli like yeah. oh my god and then i'm like it is one of my dreams to be on disney mm-hmm. like yeah I think that this this is so awkward. It's so uncomfortable. Well, and also like, um, um, you know, you talk about that and just the, of course, we're actually, what we're touching on is why the strikes happened to begin with. But like, although I don't know that they've resolved this part, but there was a, a, a live action animated Looney Tunes hybrid movie starring John Cena co-written and produced by James Gunn. That Zaslov just shit, it was finished. And he's like, nope, we're not releasing it. Give us the tax cut. And it's like, fuck, what are we all working for, man? Like, what are we, what are we, we're busting our asses just so we can have a movie that they can throw in a vault somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, and there's nothing you can do. Like, and in every one of those movies is an actor getting their first break Mm -hmm. or it's, and, and the only reason I say that is, and also, and everything else getting their first break. Yeah. Like I, I only think about it. Everybody's selfish. So I think about it from my perspective, right? Like you think about like, we heard about the flash. Oh my God. I can mention movie names again. Talking about the flash. And like, you hear about like Kiersey Clemens being cut down, cut down or the movie getting delayed, delayed, or like, um, and obviously thinking about Batgirl and shit. And it's Mm -hmm. just like that. I I would, it's so hard. Yeah. And you booked it. Yeah. And you, not only did is it so hard and you booked it as Batgirl, but 
you didn't get cut. The movie got yeah, cut. Yeah, the movie like, doesn't exist it, anymore. It wasn't like, oh, this is best for the film. You know, that has yeah. happened to me before where I've filmed things. And unfortunately, you don't make the cut. And yeah. that sucks. And it doesn't have anything to do with you. It's just like whatever time they needed to trim, that sucks. This is like the entire project you worked on. You could never even tell people you worked on it yep. because there's nowhere they could ever even see the project because the project is canned. Yep. That I like ache for those people. It takes years of your life, yep. years of your life. Oh, DJ. Yes. Related, unrelated. Yeah. I got a text this morning. Finally, it was an email. Actually, just, okay. I just don't want to be a liar. You know, always Lola, which was words I wasn't allowed to say for the last several months. The yeah. movie that I'm in that you came to see that was supposed to come out in August. Yes. They, um, officially announced today that it is coming out november 28th um everywhere Perfect. for you can get it anywhere and you can pre-order it now on apple the reason that i am saying that is because legitimately in, in regards to this conversation there was legitimately months where i was like wow i i shot this movie three years ago yeah like that's how long it's taken to get to this point yep. imagine if i shot this three and i'm like devastated with how long it's been for the world to see this the little indie that could yeah if that movie then was like actually no one's ever gonna see it mm -hmm. I, dj i think i would just like be crying for weeks like, well and also when you think about and and obviously a that that is the impact on on you know uh you know, like you said people getting the start just starting out but we mentioned the names like john Cena and james gunn in that you think if anything would get through <laughs> If anything would punch through that Warner Brothers fucking seal of approval, it'd be something starring John Cena, Cena and produced by the guy that they gave the keys to the DC universe. That would be the one. Um, and so it's like there's no like you could be in a movie starring Michael Keaton as Batman. And they're like, nope. And then you go and sit in the theaters and see the other movie they released with Michael Keaton and Batman and be like, this one, this one got through. This is the one they can't mind, but this one got through. Totally. Totally. As you watch other things tank, it is Ugh. so bizarre and frustrating. And like, what is the, it's obviously a conversation for a different time because it's too big, but like, what is the future of this industry? Stoked about the strike. Yeah. Stoked. But also... Uh, what is now what it's still the same system yeah yeah there is a sense wow man i don't want to be a negative nancy yeah, uh, yeah. i don't want to be a negative nancy but there is one of those like i guess because stuff like that that cancellation's hot on the heels it's just like are things gonna be okay now erica are things gonna be it you know it's been a it's been a dicey three to four to five years whatever time is uh and so it's hard to be like yeah man problem solved we're free to smile again <laughs> i just don't even get what the options are though right like i i don't know dj if you're talking about anything that you're working on i know i saw you posted something about it yeah there was something okay. i'm not going to get into oh I, yeah we're, so we're there's going to be a project um we're working on and that's coming out in 2024 that was not the original plan <laughs> but but so you know we're i'm so slowly laying the runway down the reason i bring that up is it's like okay so the always little that i shot um the project that you're talking about that we're talking about the any of these things even those that are independently done yeah. at the end of the day they still need to come out on a platform mm-hmm 
and there's still only like 10 platforms. Yeah. And those are AMPTP platforms. So it's like, even if you are this like rage against the machine, independent, I'm going to make it. I'm not doing this with a studio. I'm going to make the art that I want. Yeah. Which is effing great. Even then, in yeah. order for people to see it, it still has to be on one of their mother effing platforms. Yeah, because it's tough to, it's tough to, like, if you had clout, like, I'm not going to mention a specific comedian that did this, but if you've got, if you're maybe the biggest comedian in the world at yeah, the yeah. time, you can release it straight to your website and make your money, you know, right? Totally. Um, but for the rest of us, like, I remember one of the most discouraging experiences I had. Wow, this was supposed, so negative. Um, one of the most discouraging experiences I had is I was going to Emerald City Comic Con. I had just finished my first comic chaos theory and I was going to like try and like build momentum off of that and like try and like do other things. And then when I, I realized I was it, I was at like, I think it was like an image comics panel or whatever. And I realized people were asking questions. I realized, Oh my God, everybody else in this um, auditorium or whatever has the exact same goal that I have. Every one of these people, you know what I mean? And so like, this is, and this is a fraction of the people, you know what I mean? And so that I, to your point that if you want to get it in front of anybody, you know what I mean? You're going to have to release it on the platforms people use to the, to the best of your ability. Uh, it, it is tricky. It is dicey. And I do think, uh, you know, sometimes I worry that, um, conversations like this can get too inside baseball with people that are in the industry, trying to be in the industry. However, I do think it is reflective of, um, just across the board people's situation where it feels like somewhere along the lines of American capitalism, uh, that it became a system where everybody has to work for somebody that seems to actively hate them and wish that they didn't exist. (laughs) Unless you are the biggest star on the planet, like a Beyonce who can just be like, actually, yeah, I'm going to release my album mm-hmm. or Taylor Swift. Who's like, actually I'm just going to put my movie in theaters. Well, but even then didn't Taylor Swift have to, isn't that the whole point of the Taylor's version stuff? She had to get out from under some ta- sort of so, uh, what I was talking about was the, was AMC, thing, was the AMC thing as opposed oh. to the, um, her album thing. I'm gotcha, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, like you had, or what you were talking about, you didn't mention it, but yeah. I will Louis CK, obviously yeah. like it, with, um, his sorry, uh, uh that's what I think it was called. It wasn't that the name of his. Oh yeah. I don't know. I was talking about the one before everything blew up for him, but I'm guessing he's probably still doing the same thing. It's still doing fine. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He made twice as much money on oh, the one. Great. Of course he show. did. Of course uh, he did. The, the, the point being yeah. that like, you just was, have to go to all the right wing wing jobs and be like, accept me now. And they're like, sure. <laughs> Come on you in. Have to be the biggest of stars who had to have gone through the studio system in yeah. order to get there. So yeah. I just, I don't know. It's like at the end of the day, I do feel like SAG, AMT, AMPTP needed SAG more than SAG needed AMPTP to yes. sign this agreement at yes. the end, which is why they AMPTP finally folded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we were sitting there, like, yeah, you guys think that AMPTP, you think you're going to be able to say last, best, and final or what? Yeah. At the same time, vice versa. Like, yeah. what do you do if you are SAG, WGA? Ayatsi, if you're any of these people, and AMPTP just is like, F this. You guys are too difficult. Yeah. We're only going non-union people from here on out. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like, what what are you supposed to do? You're you're up shit's creek. Like, yeah. I just I don't know. I'm stoked about the agreement. Thank goodness about the AI stuff. There's a lot of good things on the horizon, but also this whole system is 
so jacked. Yeah. Yeah. In all every system. We we listen, there's some work to be done, but let's yeah. go. Let's a little bit of business. Uh, uh, obviously, if you want to watch the show live, if you want to see it ad free, if you want to check out Patreon exclusive shows like Spider-Versity or what we're into, which we're back, back to doing again, uh, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. If you're part of the video tier, I think that's called Fan of Tomorrow. If you're part of that tier, you got to see uh, a video I did with Sal and Johnny talking about the new Spider-Man game. So check that out. Um, you uh, And every week on Spotify, we ask a question or do a poll. This time it was a question. Uh, what is your favorite social media app? Racer Marie says, I think currently I'm wasting all of my time on TikTok. Where else can I see the worst thing ever? And then immediately a funny video and then a cute cat. Bookworm says, I'm not on TikTok, but on YouTube and Instagram, there are these videos of people fixing up lawns for free. So satisfying, just like those rug cleanings. Most of my feet is comedy skits and books. Sounds like fun, everybody. Um, and then, as we've been talking about, we kind of already were in it. Let's go into news. Gosh, dang it. And what is the news? The news is <laughs> that finally... The SAG strike has reached an agreement. I should have had the days in front of me. It was 118, something like that. It was 18, 100. Yeah. No, did I get it? Wow, yep. good for me. Um, so, uh, and I pulled this from Deadline. You, it's, this is what SAG sent out to people. So you could have gotten it from multiple sources. We are thrilled and proud to tell you that today our TV slash theatrical negotiating, negotiating committee voted unanimous, unanimously to approve a tentative agreement with the AMPTP. Uh, SAG after said in a note to members as of 1201 a.m. Uh, PT on November 9th, our strike is officially suspended and all picket locations are closed. We will be in touch in the coming days with information about celebration gap about celebration gatherings ah, around the country. Uh, the union added in a contract valued at over $1 billion, we have achieved a deal of extraordinary scope that includes above pattern minimum compensation increases, unprecedented provisions for consent and compensation that will protect members from the threat of AI. That's a, sorry, threat of AI. It's, you know, sci-fi movies and shit. That's, you know, exactly yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, uh, it, it's a dream. I'm not, it is true. There was a threat of AI. It's just, you know, whatever. It makes you think of Skynet and shit. Anyway, um, and for the first time establishes a streaming participation bonus. Our pension and health caps have been substantially raised, which will bring much needed value to our plans. In addition, the deal includes numerous improvements for multiple categories, including outsized compensation increases for background performers and critical contract provisions protecting diverse communities. So since this dropped a few more days past, Roxy, update us. Where are we at? So um, right now, there has the work stoppage has stopped mm -hmm. so the works startage has begun uh, <laughs> there's been a work startage it yeah. was at 1201 on thursday so that is great and then what happens is the same thing that happened with the wga sag will vote on this mm -hmm. and I, I can't see a, a living world in which it doesn't pass through flying colors yeah we haven't received the deal points yet. Um, yep. That's not something that right now, like the, what DJ just read out, is the extent of it. But assuming that everything is kosher with the AI situation, with the residuals, the stuff yeah. that people really, really fought hard for at the end there too, then this is 
what it will be for several years. Yeah. They talked about, and I, again, haven't seen it, but that there's supposed to be like a ramp up structure in this deal, which means that in three years when the contract is up, they wouldn't have to renegotiate because it's got this like ramp up scheduled in. So hopefully cool. this will be good for like, I think that they said seven years or something along those lines. Um, yeah, I remember they were saying earlier, there was some language that, you know, what they're trying to negotiate is a position where they won't have to, because I know like, I, I was reading this before this came out, but I know Tyler Perry was like, you got to know when you win and we're going to do it in another three years. But the the the, the goal was, from what I understood, the language was, we don't want to have to strike again in three years. So right. let's make it a system where we don't have to. <laughs> right. And so I think that there's like increases over time with the curve of the economy and stuff, right. which I, I'm not sure because I haven't seen it. But that is what I know that they were going for. Because the truth of all of this, and as you know, DJ, and as many of you guys at home know, Mike, Kayla, Leonard, you guys have heard us talking about this, and it affects a lot of people around the world. When you go on strike and you aren't making a living for 118 days, but really longer because the WJ was on strike first and and actors walked then. And that meant that IATSE, who was not on strike, was not able to work almost entirely this whole time. So just even though it's 160,000 SAG members, it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. It's waiters in Los Angeles who work next to the studios, the studios that have been absolutely empty. They can't make a living wage right now. You know, it's people that they said that California lost $6 billion due to this strike. Yeah. Um, great, the, great use of everybody's time and money. Awesome. <laughs> and, and I say that in terms of the studios, not just like playing ball it's earlier. Inc- incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. That everybody's just like, well, $6 billion. That is what it is. It's <laughs> like, that is so much money. Oh yeah. my God. Um, that's crazy. But the point being, these are holes that now will take like the money that I lost during this time. If I keep going at the rate that I'm going now, being able to get back work, Um, it's going to take me about three years to recover from not working for a few months. And while I was partially working, you guys know that I was not doing most of my stuff. And I had a movie that was supposed to come out that um, I couldn't get paid for until it so like there's there was a lot of different ramif- financial ramifications for me and for all of my friends during this time yeah. including dj including everybody who's affected by sag in any kind of way or the strike and that doesn't go away because the strike is over mm-hmm. it doesn't stop and so one of the reasons it's so important to not renegotiate in three years is that i will literally just be getting out of the hole in three years yeah. you know unless i'm starring in some major uh motion picture by that time. get on the horn bob Iger. <laughs> that's what i'm saying but like it is you can't just not m- make a living for months yeah. and then you get work back and it's like now it's groovy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this is like has a huge financial impact on hundreds of thousands of people for years to come yeah. so they really needed to make sure that in three years we're not renegotiating because yeah. if you have to go on strike in three years what was it all for well, and also, uh, IATSE has their deal negotiation <laughs> next year. You better believe I put that on my calendar. So I'm aware of when that's happening. Um, brutal. I mean, brutal. I, also, I stand by them so hard because those poor effing people who had to stand by us, mm-hmm. like it or not, yep. for, I mean, it's been the better part of this year. Yeah. IATSE was just like, we support you guys mm-hmm. out here on the picket lines, but yeah. it's like that. Uh, what we just fought for 
I mean, it benefits them in some ways, as in like they they still have jobs because we're not AI. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like they had to fight the fight with us and they didn't get anything. Yeah. So like, here's hope. And also here's hoping that like lessons, like don't shut the town. Again, studios, don't shut the town down again. Just give them what they want, man. Come on. <laughs> just, just come on. Totally. Okay. So we're waiting on more deal information. We're waiting on for that a uh, 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 what is it ratification vote? Is that the is that the right term I'm looking yep. for? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll keep you all posted. Strikes over. There's a Marvel movie out. That's our bread and butter, baby. So we're going to be talking about the Marvels. That's right. As of this recording, it is coming out this weekend. Um, and that, of course, is the new Marvel movie star- starring Brie Larson as Carol Danvers and Tiana Paris as Monica Rambeau and Iman Valeni as Kamala Khan. It was directed by Nia DaCosta, written by Nia DaCosta, Megan McDonald, and Eliza Karasik. Uh, Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. As of this recording on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a uh, tomato score of 61% and an audience score of 86%. I'm going to imagine once the trolls get in there, that number's going to drop. Funny, refreshingly brief, and elevated by the chemistry of its three leads, the Marvels is easy to enjoy in the moment despite its cluttered story and jumbled tonal shifts. Spoiler-free, Roxy. Thoughts on the Marvels? Are we going to do spoiler at some point, DJ? Yes. Okay, because I have more thoughts. Yes. My spoiler-free thoughts is this was not for me. Um, I was so bummed that I didn't like this movie. Yeah. Because I actually did enjoy, like, when I walked out, the first thing I thought was, I enjoyed several minutes of that. Mm -hmm. Of this movie? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Like I enjoyed several minutes of that. There were moments where I was really laughing. Yeah. And there were moments that I was like, that standalone, like as a scene or a short, actually was so enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Um, it was not a cohesive film for me. It felt by like um like the, the phrase that you guys at home know that I use too many too many dicks in the soup. Mm-hmm. Like so too many cooks in the kitchen. Like yeah. There was just too many voices that, and who knows if that's actually what happened, but there were such gaping plot holes for me, Mm -hmm. like gaping that I was like, what the actual F happened here? The good news is the main three women are all stellar. Yeah. Um, I love Iman. I loved her show. I love her. She is such a rising star, such a breath, uh, breath of fresh air. She just absolutely annihilated it in this for me. Definitely. I think she's so great. And I've been on the Brie camp, fan camp for a long, long time. This was actually my least favorite of her in this role. Um, That's felt- interesting. That's I have the opposite feeling. I still feel like... I think Brie Larson's very talented. I think she's been miscast in this role. Um, I, I don't think this is a great use of her abilities. That said, in her defense, it took us two Thors and two Avengers movies to figure out Chris Hemsworth's Thor, like what made yeah. that work. So, you know what I mean? There's there's time. <laughs> I just, I, I think she's still good, but I thought she was judging the dialogue because I thought the dialogue was bad and I mm-hmm. think she thought the dialogue was bad. Yeah. And some of the words that would come out of her mouth 
I thought she was saying. And then the subtext was, what the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to say this? Yeah. Um, so I, like I walked out thinking that this was going to be the one of the biggest flops in Marvel history. Yeah, it still might be. That's the I, it's tracking to be, I think. Not financially, um, okay. critically. Oh, critically. I walked out. Th my screening was silent. Oh, wow. Maybe that's part of it. My screening was on board. <laughs> my screen was silent. Yeah. And walking out, you know how people congregate in the yeah. lobby? People were bashing this. Wow. Bashing. Like, the worst Marvel movie of all time, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, I so don't feel that way. I'm much, I really didn't like Thor 4. Yeah. Um, this, to me, was leaps and bounds I, way agreed. more enjoyable for me totally agreed um, that's yeah i agree yeah, if that's the floor <laughs> so yeah i was just like you know even of the recent era yeah this isn't my least favorite because at least i enjoyed a lot of it I, yeah. like but i thought it was a bad script and they thought everything was bad yeah um they hated the villain which i think they didn't do a great job with the villain yeah. but i they hated um they a lot of people were saying that the actress who played the villain was horrible i actually thought she was very good yeah um so i i felt like i was disagreeing but my whole screening seemed to effing hate it wild yeah so, so i thought this was gonna and for the fans at home just so you guys know there were two screen major press screenings of this one was in the valley one was on the west side yeah and from what i've heard and dj you could speak to this but the valley screening seems to be where the upper end of that 60% on Rotten Tomatoes is. And the West side seems to be what was dragging it to that 55% that it initially was at. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. My screen was way on board. They, you know, they, you guys they were, they were booze, I heard too. No, I don't remember any booze. I do remember. So this movie, as we mentioned, stars Brie Lawson, Tiana Paris, Iman Vellani, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, um, Zoe Ashton as the villain Dar who apparently his name is Darben. Uh, and then Park Seo Joon, who I know is the guy that everybody cheered for the second he showed up. And I was like, I guess this is a guy. I guess, I, I from what I understand, he's a star of K-dramas. Um, and you cheered in your theater? Oh, yeah. The second, the second Singing Prince guy showed up. Apparently, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, cheers. It just erupted throughout the theater. I was like, I guess this is a person that, that I should know, I guess. Um, we got one cheer through yeah. the entire movie. And it was in a mid credit scene. Oh, okay. Well, all right. That was that. the only cheer. I would not have I cheered for that, but that's all right. We'll get we're, that spoilers. We're not going to get there. Uh, we're no, not going to no, get there I'm just yet. I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, I'm no, just no, no, saying no. that's the one cheer that took place. Yeah. So for me, so I, I, you know, I vibes were optimistic. I thought like uh, coming out of the the theater, and I think for me, I really enjoyed it. Maybe is because I was judging it off of the gauge of Thor four in that. Thor, oh, Love and Thunder, that's the name of that one. Um, and then Quantumania, which I also think is right on the floor next to Thor 4. Um, I love Quantumania. Yeah, and so I was thinking, and I heard that you had uh, negative feelings on this, so I was like, what, you, what, okay, so think about, obviously I liked uh, the three of them together, and I think that's what carried the movie for me, is to me it felt like it understood what it was. It, it wasn't trying to sell you like... This villain's not Kang. We're not going to try and sell you that this is the next big thing because then that's going to suck because clearly it's not, right? It's clearly it's not going to clear that bar. So this is just whatever. This is all an exercise and excuse to get these three actresses in a room and have some fun sequences with them. And I was like, I'm on board with that. And they it's did like, it's, do that. Yeah. They, that they did. It's not like Quantum Mania where they're like, we're going to do a quantum heist. What's your heist? Do you go grab the thing. It's like, that's not, that's 
not a heist. This one, it's like, hey, these three are going to be switching places, and we're going to have fun action sequences with that, and they're going to be fun together. I'm like, that, it, just give me that then, and I'm good. <laughs> DJ, did you like Candyman, the yes, new one? Yes, quite a bit. I think there's an element. I'm trying to put myself back in that place. They, I think the way I would phrase it without spoiling that movie is they like last minute try to like inject a subvillain in there that I don't think works. But other than that, I think Nikos is really talented. Uh, I, I, so I liked I liked her Candyman and I like this. I think Nia Costa is a very talented director. Yeah, I could leave her script but i don't know what happened because yeah. she wrote this but then two other people wrote this yeah so i don't know what happened there um, yeah. but i actually thought that the dialogue in this was like woof bad i mean just like holy crap i can't believe three women wrote this for three women and it sounded like no women wrote this okay all right to me like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, some of the lines i was like what yeah um it just like but I don't know. I think Nia DaCosta is still newish. And that means that the studio absolutely can bully her yeah. into this thing, this change, this whatever. Yeah. So I just like don't want to say that I don't enjoy her writing because who knows whose writing this was. Mm -hmm. But I can see that she visually is an amazing director. Yeah, I think and, there's a specifically an action scene. The yes. first, and I will say like, listen... Like the rules behind the switching are very loosey goosey. I think what we're supposed to understand, they say the words when we use our powers, we switch. Apparently, that doesn't include flying um, yeah. or other stuff. So, I think it's when they specifically use the life based aspect of their abilities simultaneously, we're supposed to understand they switch. They're fast and loose with that. Uh, but but um, there's an action scene in Kamala's house. It's the best of the movie for yeah. sure. And also, and listen, that. if you throw a thing in there, like we're on a planet where everybody speaks by singing, and then we introduce a guy that's not singing, they're like, oh, he's bilingual. I'm like, I've, this is fucking funny to me. I'm on board. <laughs> so those things, to me, as like little shorts, I was like, these are great. Yeah. The the fight scene in her house, or if that's how we're describing it, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's trickier than that, but yeah. <laughs> I was glued to the yeah. screen. like. This is a blast in a glass, like just yeah. so effing fun. My audience seemed to hate it, which okay. I thought was interesting. But I was like, whoa, this is like how you guys shot this. I'm so curious about like, it's just so great and cute. And then um, there's also a, th uh, a scene later where they're like testing that. Mm -hmm. um, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the practicing, the practicing. That was great. Yeah, so I liked that. I liked seeing how the the things worked and then the scene that you're referencing with the singing i was like if this came out as like a holiday special moment or whatever but in tone with the rest of the film i was like this is egregious i mean like what the actual f are you guys thinking and i heard that the original one was 20 plus minutes and they trimmed it to this mm -hmm. and i'm like what what was that what yeah. was that and then we never I mean, that's in the plot holes, but... Yeah, you see, I think for me, it very much settles into a tone of light, breezy, and fun. It doesn't try and interject, like, a character having cancer or something. You know what I mean? And it doesn't yeah, try to be, like... that was my least favorite ever. So. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't... It's no... It's so, so for me, it's more tonally consistent in that... Or maybe at least that was just the parts, like, I was just vibing with those parts. And maybe it was. it's as simple as... It's not as simple as this, but, you know, obviously, like... It feels like the vibe in the theater was 
different for us and that that stuff matters. matters yeah but i think but i think for so as i think about like why this worked for me as opposed to like i just watched the the that five nights of friday movies um movie which i think might be my least favorite movie i've seen this year well that's interesting my all my um horror nerd friends absolutely hated it and yeah. but it seems to have done super well so i'm kind of confused i haven't seen it it's because i think it's because of the fans of the game and i and i had to remind myself that the uh, fans of that game are like super lore nerds and so it's big in the lore but what i think made that movie not work is it seemed to be working against itself. And by that, I mean the setup of the game, which is the setup of the movie, is this guy's working five nights at this place, at a, like a Chuck E. Cheese-esque place, and the animatronics come to life. And this movie, for some reason, decided every time he gets there in this like cool, distinct location that they have that's part of the game, he falls asleep and dreams about being in this nondescript wooded area. And it's like, you have the you have that location. Why are you taking me to the wood? Have him be at the place. Don't don't have him fall asleep the second he gets there. And it's like, work with what you know, what you're trying to do. Only had the location for 15 days or something. Maybe I, I mean, that's, it's five nights of Fridays. Like that's (laughs) your thing. That's the thing. So I think for me, and again, I use the quantum mania idea if they try to, or, or, you know, we're going to do a heist, but it's not a heist. So don't sell me on something you're not going to do this to me. The offer is listen, the only part that matters in this movie is the getting these three actresses together. And we're going to sell the shit out of that. We're going to like do everything we can with that. I was like, great. And then they did it. And I'm like, you did the thing you set out to do. I, you know what I mean? There's other, like, what does the villain do? The villain, I'm trying to suck up your oceans and atmosphere. Well, that's fucking dumb. But you, whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't, I don't care about that. about that. And when the movie we, doesn't care about that, clearly. When you give me spoilers, I, ha- I have to talk to you about that. Okay. Let's answer some Discord questions before we do spoilers. Jake Hafner, does the Marvels give you any faith that the MCU still has a solid plan moving forward, or are they throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks? Roxy has a very concerned face on. Well, I'm just really trying to think about if this movie made me think about moving forward at all, other than one part. Yes. Um, Which which did not give me faith that... I would enjoy the track. Uh, huh. I feel like Loki, which is not what we're talking about. Yes. Check out what we're into this week for our discussion of Loki. Made me feel more like they had a plan moving forward than this did. Yeah. I am a little con- confused by everybody seems to discuss the previous phases like they had this hard and fast plan and it's like no they've always been making it up as they go like you know what i mean that's always been the case like they threw in thanos on a whim because joss whedon thought it'd be a great little stinger it's not like that was the plan the plan was get the avengers together and then get the infinity stones together and then we'll figure it out as we go and i think that's kind of the issue we're struggling with now is that complicated two complicated things tv shows making shows is different than making movies and the multiverse are too complicated to just like well we'll just fucking wing it like that's you gotta don't have a plan and do something else or do this and have a better plan (laughs) and even when you do have a plan with all the tv shows and whatever just to be perfectly candid and again we're not talking about um low-key fully right now but like Then you have people like Jonathan Majors who it's just like, whatever your plan was, now you have to make a new plan. Yeah. And, um, and I, yeah, and I, I think it'd be better just don't just fucking, because I think another thing that was refreshing to me is that I did, 
it's, there's a two-sided coin. On the one hand, I didn't feel like I needed to care about what they're doing next. I could just be here. The flip side of that coin is like a good 30% of this movie is explaining a bunch of other movies and TV shows. Like, here's what you need to know about WandaVision. Here's what you need to know about Ms. Marvel. Here's what you need to know about Captain Marvel. It's like, God fucking damn it. Um, That's true. What's difficult is that I watched all the things you just named. Uh -huh. So I had all of that knowledge. I am curious people who haven't seen those, if they felt like they had enough of an explanation specifically about um, uh, WandaVision. Yeah, I, I think they've leaned into WandaVision too hard. You could just be like, she had these, she didn't have these powers, now she does. And they kept wanting to be like, yeah, because witch magic, don't, because, yeah, that and doesn't fit like, this I movie. Think that's more confusing. Yeah, don't say that. Like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that. This isn't Doctor Strange. Don't bring witch magic into your Marvel's movie. It could be true, just don't say it. Just don't, yeah, 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 totally. Um, and I am also curious how people, like, I already was in love with Iman. So now yeah. it's like, how did the rest of the world kind of receive her? And and something that's worth mentioning as we're talking about this in non-spoilers is the fact that you did briefly say this at top. Like, of course, there's just going to be sexist, racist people yeah. who aren't going to like this movie because they're sexist or and or yeah. racist. Yeah. Um, that sucks. I It also sucks because... I think there's very legitimate reasons to think that this script was not well done and to not like the movie. And I'm seeing online right now, a lot of this, the discourse is just like so tumultuous about this. Like yeah. only people who don't like this movie are white men. Yeah. And I'm like, ch looks down. <laughs> mm, like. yeah. I felt the same way. I know what you mean. I felt the same way. Still feel it about last Jedi. I think there's a lot of things that don't work about that movie, but the, the discourse behind it is remarkably toxic. And it's like, I'm not right. part of that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think there's other things that don't work about this movie. <laughs> Here's what didn't bother me yeah. about this movie. The amount of women or mm -hmm. the fact that there were women of color. Those were two things that were in the plus side, not the minus side of yep. this movie. For me, the only thing that really worked about this movie to me was the dynamic of the women. Yes. That was like very clearly working. So if it wasn't for that, this movie would have been an absolute fail for me. Uh, Leonard Kim asks, does the movie still keep Captain Marvel at the forefront or does she get put in the background? I definitely think it keeps her at the forefront. Um, yeah. And even like visually, they seem to like keep putting her in the center. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, if you've watched the TV show, you know that, of course, or you've read the comics, you know that Miss Marvel is obsessed with Captain Marvel. So that, like, really feeds into putting Captain Marvel at the forefront. To a degree that I was like, are we supposed to understand that Miss Marvel has a crush on Captain Marvel? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if they were kind of gearing at that yeah. or not. Because she keeps saying, BFFs, BFFs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, but it's like, it's intense. It's an intense, like, maybe... Maybe maybe dial it back a little bit. Um, they get into or that. She they does have a crush on her, which is fine. You know, yeah. it's fine. Just yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, I was gonna get like age difference. It's not like Captain Marvel reciprocates if that's the yeah, case. No, so there's no reason to bring all. that up. Um, yeah, it's like she's very much like this high school girl, and I kind of got those vibes too. Where it's like when you have somebody's picture on your wall, mm -hmm. whoever that is, you know, like okay, that yeah. doesn't mean that they have a crush on you. You're a kid. But yeah, like. exactly. Um, Hema asks, is there, and I think we've been, oh, uh, just to answer Leonard Kim's question, no, I do not think it put Cap Captain Marvel in the background. In fact, I think allowing her to bounce off the other two, Miss Marvel and Monica, um, allows to give her character more personality, uh, allows uh, Brie Larson an, op an opportunity to like develop the character more. I will say it is a little bit difficult because I do think 
Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan's characters are just in general better fleshed out. Like I, at least me as an audience member, I have a better understanding of who they are than I do Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers is still a little of a blank slate to me. Like sometimes she'll make like quippy jokes with Nick Fury that I'm like, is that her character? I like I that, like, but is that in character for her? <laughs> I am. It's so bizarre that I'm with you because I actually felt like I had a really strong sense of who Captain Marvel was prior to this movie. Yeah. And after this movie, some of the choices that we found out she's made, yeah. things that she's done, I was like, I clearly see who Monica Rambeau is. I clearly see what motivates her, what's happened to her, what she wants to do. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Of course, I spent the whole season with her, but mm -hmm. also like it's, it's very clear what she's doing in this movie as like the Spider-Man of this movie almost. Yeah. With Captain Marvel, I was like, oh, I thought this, this, and this. And after this movie, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, so I still think there's we need to dial in Captain Marvel a little bit more. Uh, but like I said, it took us a while with Thor 2, so you know it's not unprecedented. Um, Hema asks, is there a standout character for you? And I think we're, we're going to have the same answer. Yeah, to me, it's Miss Marvel. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> They're all great, but like, of course she's the standout. She's adorable. <laughs> Mon is like really unbelievably charming. Yes. It, it's like the she's just so endearing. She is this like ball of energy that this movie so needed but also i think and dj correct me if i'm wrong because it was so long ago when we started with the miss marvel tv show i was obsessed with it yeah as it went on and we started traveling outside of our high school and whatever yes. i liked it less same because it became more about like where they were going than her and yeah. i just liked her i liked same. watching her interact with her classmates and like what she was doing because she's a star yeah um so it's like no matter where you put her she should be th that light i don't know she's just really good she's really good she's clearly excited to be there like you can feel that and that's great i felt the same way about miss marvel not that the stuff obviously the stuff dealing with partition is is important beyond the right. show um but i was really sold on who which who boy which girls are kissing which boys and how, how powers with the what that it was like it was such a breath of fresh air for the mcu that once we got into like cosmic multiverse i was like i don't i don't care about this <laughs> i don't i don't care um mike joyce last question from the discord mike jo joyce while i have enjoyed captain marvel's character and brie larson's performances as her in the mcu so far the internet clearly has not do you see a future for her character in the mcu this is specifically for Captain Marvel? Yes. I mean, definitely I see a future for her character in the MCU. I don't think that they're scrapping Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, it's so weird because I feel like when... I always get the, the names of these two movies confused. Is, is it The Room or Room? that? Which one is she? I think... That's a good question. I think The Room is the cult classic. Uh, and I think okay, so room, room is the Brie Larson one. Yeah, she's amazing in Room, yes. right? Like, she just, like, I mean, makes you ball your eyes out. She's just so great. And it felt like the world was on board with her as yeah, this, room. like, what'd you say? Room, yes. Not yeah. The Room, Room. I've done so many shows where I've mixed those two up, and people in the comments are like, you're killing me, Mark! It, it's a <laughs> sketch waiting to happen. Some late night host should make that joke and like combine the two somehow like reshoot the room with brie larson it'd be great we'd all showed up for it that's an snl sketch yes for sure, for sure um but i think like when she came on the scene she was just it, it almost was like a um 
Natalie Portman, um, Kate Winslet, like she was kind of like a re everybody was looking at her like this amazing actress. Yeah. Um, and was excited to see she was she's like an Oscar caliber actress. Yeah. And everybody was on board with her. So it has been strange to see the world really kind of turn on her. Not the whole world. Yeah. Uh, because what is challenging, I think, as an actress, there's a lot of challenging things, but she was cast. Mm -hmm. That's like not her fault. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a weird way of phrasing it, but like this was their vision for Captain Marvel. Yeah. And she is delivering what she promised. It's not like she was, they didn't know who they were casting or what they were casting. And the internet seems to hate her for that. And I yeah. think that's so strange. Like you can, it cannot work for you and you cannot like that Marvel. This was the direction they went with Captain Marvel, but it's kind of unfair to continue to just like bash her for that because this is her Captain Marvel yeah. is what it is. And it's like, it, it's weird. And then I do think also she has been extremely vocal about a plethora of issues. Um, and that is, never beneficial for an actress, yeah. even though I agree with her on most mm -hmm. of those issues. Uh, and I'm also extremely vocal, also not beneficial for me. Yeah. Just, I think with her YouTube and everything, it, it, I don't mean to generalize or be sexist here in return, but it does seem like men tend to fucking hate her. Mm -hmm. Just hate her. Um, even I went to the movie with somebody and we were walking in and the person I was with was like, Oh, I fucking hate her. That's and I was wild. like, really? Why? Yeah. Why? I, yeah, that's so, that's, that's interesting. I do think, I, I think it's, is it Jeremy Allen White that's the bear guy? Yes. Okay. He said something um, recently about like, he's like, I don't understand why superhero movies are like the peak of acting now. And, and we are in a weird, especially at the time she was cast as Captain Marvel. It's this weird, like you got an Oscar, your next step is a Marvel movie. And, the, and those are different they don't have to be, but they're different skill sets, right? Yeah, totally. So it's one of those, like, and we talked about this when Fast X. I think she's very talented. I don't know that her, like, when you compare, Brie, going back to Fast X, if you compare Brie Larson to Alan Richardson, is Brie Larson a worse actor than Alan Richardson? Absolutely I don't think not, but he, yeah. He does better. He, like, it's like, oh, I know what movie I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, and whereas I think Brie Larson doesn't, um, I don't know that these types of movies play to her skill set, um, um, and and it and it is a bummer that we don't have like a plethora of. I haven't checked her Apple TV Plus show. I'm sure she's great in it. Um, uh, a plethora of like mid budget adult movies that that could be her career. Like that's not really what we do now. We put you in superhero movies. That's what we do. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, that's why I feel for her because she didn't cast herself. Yeah. Also, what, for one, I think she's very fun in this movie. Also, not for nothing, but just on a purely pragmatic, you're talking about guys hating her. She's easy on the eyes. Like, I don't I know. know what she, I, I don't, I don't understand the pushback for me. You have pretty beautiful women kicking ass in a movie. Sign me up. I'm on board. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Just not, which is not the best angle to come at it from, but I think it's still true. Um, yeah, anyway. I totally hear you. I, I don't know. It's like she just gets so much heat, and I think she's really talented. Yeah. And But I I felt in this movie she was, like, a little over it. Yeah, I, I don't know that I felt like 
I didn't, I see that. I don't know that I specifically felt like she was over it. I just, I, I think, I, I think it's not a her problem. I think it's Marvel doesn't know what to do with Captain Marvel. Like, especially in this one, I think this made me feel it more. I think setting the first one in the nineties was a mistake. Cause this whole thing of like Monica Rambo was a kid before. And now she's an adult. It's like, this is too much, man. Like I didn't have to, I didn't have to deal with any of this shit with Captain America. He was in the 40s and now he's in the present. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't think it, I think it's just. I, I love the first one. So I feel differently, but I do hear you about the problems that it presents in this one. Yeah. I just think, I, and it's just any that, what I think, I don't think it's a her problem. I think Marvel doesn't know what to do with the character. And again, I can't stress this enough. We've been here before with Thor. They didn't know what to do with Thor either. And then there was a brief glimmer from Ragnarok and the Infinity War movies where we're like, oh, this is Thor. And then we forgot what to do with Thor again in Love and Thunder. You know what I mean? So some of these characters are trickier than others. That's not the actress's fault. <laughs> the answer to the initial question though, DJ, do you believe there's a future for Captain Marvel here? Like, what do you yes. think? Yes. Yeah, yeah of course. I, I just hope, I hope they understand. Like, let's say this movie tanks. That's it's not the going fault. going to, right? I, that's the way it's tracking or whatever. But I, I, I just remember like An Elemental was supposed to tank, and then it ended up doing really well for itself. But oh, I don't know. It? Yeah, I don't know that the studios interpret that information anymore. Like it's like, well, it didn't have a good opening weekend. It was awful. But, but time out. Did you see that after the opening weekend, it kept building and doing well? No, we've moved on. It's like no, but don't though. <laughs> pay, pay attention. Um, so I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that the studio is smart enough, which I think is ambitious on my part, but I'm hoping the studio is smart <laughs> enough to realize that if the movie doesn't do well, that's not any of one of these three leads fault. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a plethora of issues. And I would lay it most of them at the feet of the studio because of the strike. Yeah. You know, they're not able to do, you, you want these three actresses doing press. That's the best possible thing you could fucking do for this movie is to get the, anything involving these three individually and together. You want to get that shit out there. Yeah, their junket um, would have been so fun. Yeah, it would have been fucking great. And so I, I think if it tanks, it, it's it's not their fault. And so I hope, especially, and this is, I don't like talking about this on these terms, but like, for lack of a better phrasing, there's a power vacuum with without Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa. You know what I mean? Like that, I think that was the face of the franchise moving forward. And now it can't be. Um, and mm -hmm. um, I think... Brie Larson, she's right there. You know what I mean? Like that's Captain Marvel's right there. All that said, Roxy's been chomping at the bit. Let's do spoilers. Spoil. You've had stuff you've wanted to mention. Dive right in, and then I'll get to the the two specific end of the movie spoilery things we should discuss. I'm just trying to vamp for a second so y'all can. Dip said, "If you yeah, don't dip, if you don't want to be spoiled, if you haven't seen the movie, now's the time." Okay. Yeah. Two main things for me that were mm -hmm. like, "This is egregious." Yeah. There was more than this, but you set up a planet that you said was ninety-seven percent water, mm -hmm. and then your problem was they were coming for some of the water. Yeah. Why don't we give them some of the water? Well. Also, a counterpoint to that, that was less bad because planets are different sizes. Maybe this planet is smaller than Hala. And so 99% of its water will be all of Hala's water. Well, For me, the biggest hand wave was at the end of like, yeah, we've sent teams. They're going to fix those planets. 
Sure. All right. I get problem solved, I guess. <laughs> but we're seeing it. There's a lot of water. Yeah. This planet is desperate for water. You are supposed to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Why don't you try to facilitate a deal to give them some of the water? Or if yeah. you've known this whole time they're in a drought, yeah. and I feel so bad about what I did, but they're in a drought. Mm-hmm. It, and this is your husband. Yeah. Could you get them water? It's diplomatic, Roxy. Who knows what she can ask for? <laughs> I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Second thing. Exact same thing, but now we're going to the sun. Yeah. Monica, in two seconds, is like, yo, why don't you fix her son, bro? Yeah. And Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, like, can I do that? Mm-hmm. This is why I was confused on Captain Marvel. You're either mean mm-hmm. or you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Either way, bummer. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be. The smart, fierce one. Yeah. Like, just, you you really fucked them. Mm-hmm. You did that. And then you were like, well, I feel bad about it, but... In her oh defense, the war they did after that's what fucked them. They could have not done war. <laughs> but, like, here, an eye for the... This we know, DJ. Yeah. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Mm-hmm. It's not the point. Yeah. You don't let people suffer because their governments... Yeah. Or whoever is starting war. You help the people. Yes. And it's not like all of them are effing villains. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a whole planet of people. Yeah. That she's like, well, is what it is. When I think there's another, um, all that very true. I think the other issue with that narratively is that Captain Marvel is now powerful enough to restart a sun. I would have used that. I think think maybe what would have resolved this better is you lay the runway of like like literally can she do that like is that is that is she powerful enough to do that and then when she does that that's an, a fantastic opportunity to nerf captain marvel a little bit like uh-oh i restarted a son i'm like nowhere near as strong as i was because one of the issues i think another thing they haven't figured out with captain marvel is her, how strong yeah it drains her ability how strong is captain marvel you know what i mean like what limits are when she's fighting thanos in endgame should I be worried for her? Should I be yeah. worried for Thanos? What power level are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm unclear on that too. In this, it felt like Monica was more powerful. They do. Maybe. They hit you with a lot of poor, poor fucking uh, Tiana Paris because she's saddled with a lot of like, oh, they punched a hole through space time, quantum particles. Had to say that one time, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but then, like, even at the end with um, Monica. And Captain Marvel doesn't realize what's happening. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to go do this. And Captain Marvel's like, okay. And then she's like, come back now. And Monica's like, no, I was never planning on coming back. Yeah. And Captain Marvel's like, oh, yeah. and starts going. And I was like, wait, is she dumb? Like, <laughs> is that the per- is the purpose of this movie to prove that she's not two steps ahead and she's like actually kind of not smart? I think what we're supposed to understand is that, or at least the vibe I got is Monica's science one. Carol is leader punch one. And Kamala's scrappy kid one, but science one is Monica. Monica's dialed in on the science more. Even if the science is nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, but you all have light powers, so you all have to have like a basic knowledge. Mm -hmm. And for Monica to be like, start the sun and not have to explain how to do that. And Carol's just like, yeah, word. Okay. I don't know if I can, but let me try. It's like you but I just don't understand how you could see a whole planet of people suffering and know that you stripped their oxygen from them you did that you caused them so they can't breathe 
And you're like, oh, I feel bad about that, bro. And I am a superhero. And yet Mm -hmm. I'm not going to brainstorm for three seconds how I could get them water or sun. Mm -hmm. Is what it is. Bummer. They're just going to hate me. It's like, then you're not a hero, bro. Yeah. That just, honestly, it sounds like it's nitpicky, but it tanked the plot of the movie for me. And I think that's one of those situations where like, like I'm vibing, so I don't care about any of this. And I feel like the movie doesn't expect me to care about any of this. So I don't care about any of it. But if you're not vibing, like if you're not with the movie, you're like, but what the fuck are you? Because you're not wrong. And, And again, for me, this is another issue with like, we're talking about a 30 year time frame that it's just like, that's too much. For the, it's just too like it's too much to keep track of. Like uh, for for me, I just think it, especially on top of so we got to keep track of what uh, Carol's been up to for thirty years. We got to remind audiences that um, Monica was a kid and now she's an adult, and now she's got these light powers from a witch hex. And then we've got to remind uh, Miss Marvel, and it's like, this, was there no way that we could? And the other, and the other, the flip side of that is a movie. Another movie I enjoyed significantly more than this one, but I enjoyed a lot more than others is Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. That does not even bother to explain. It just assumes you saw WandaVision. Wanda yeah. wants her kids now. We're not going to stop and explain that. So if you didn't watch WandaVision, tough titties. You're not going to. You know what I mean? You're not going to know. Um, uh, and so it's like, yeah. is there not? And maybe there's not. Is there not like an in between where it's like, should these should these movies open with? previously in the mcu maybe <laughs> honestly maybe i'm i'm not kidding it's not a bad idea yeah like or they put out a short right before that you could watch like a, a five minute youtube that gives you the the full whatever, rundown from them because yeah and like what you're talking about i love that captain marvel was placed in the 90s but in this movie when we have to deal with the fact that she, again me not liking captain marvel in this yeah she promises Monica she'll come back and she never effing does. And yeah. then in this movie, Monica's like, wait, that's why you didn't come back? Yeah. Because because you messed up this planet. So then you just were like embarrassed. Yeah. I needed you. You told me you would come back. I was a kid. What is wrong with you? And it was like, how do you justify that? I don't, no. I just couldn't, there was, and you're right. If I had been vibing, I would have been like, yeah, that's typical superhero, like mumbo jumbo. She didn't come back because this one mistake yeah, she made. Characters whatever. are flawed, whatever, whatever. And oh, I also yeah, think it's another fine. thing that like Carol, like we know how Tony Stark's flawed. We know how Dr. Strange is flawed. Is Carol flawed in that same way? We don't know. <laughs> right. And so watching this, I was just like, I actually like don't appreciate that your character building in this movie, which yeah. is just showing me like, I think you're a little stupid and kind of mean. Yeah. This And there was m- nice moments too. Like I actually thought it was really cool to watch her apologize to Miss um, Marvel. Yeah. Because I was like, we don't see that a lot, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think that sometimes like, again, we only watch things from our own experiences, but I can be extremely harsh with people. Yeah. And sometimes afterwards, it's just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like I did not mean to, I, I'm living my own world and, and you are somebody uh, that didn't deserve whatever. And it's not like Captain Marvel was horrible to her. She just yeah. wasn't particularly her best self in that moment. Yeah. And I thought it was cool to see, like, you could just be like, yo, my bad. I, that was not my best self. Can we start over? And, and usually people are pretty receptive to that. And I was like, that's a real genuine moment between uh, a mentor 
and her mentee, yeah. like, you know, where you, you're not gonna be perfect all the time. I like things like that. Um, which I thought were, was good character building. But then the rest of the stuff where I was just like, wait, I really liked Captain Marvel before this movie. And now I'm not vibing. And I think that she is mean and, and bad mm-hmm. in t- at times. And yeah. that is so not who I thought she was. Yeah. We'll find, we'll find out. Listen, Captain Marvel 3, we'll tweak her character more. And then at least with Captain Marvel 3, whatever it is, we're like in the present. I don't have to worry about what she's been doing for 30 years. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What um, she's been doing is not coming back because she is embarrassed. Yeah. And she what? Oh, my God. I ruined this planet. That is so awkward. <laughs> oh, no. Um, she could have gotten another. Anyway, whatever. I also don't know. And I'm not going to spend any time thinking about, does this line up with what we learned in Secret Invasion? I don't care. I'm not going to I'm not going to spend any energy trying to figure that out. <laughs> I'm not sure either. I was trying to think about that too. I, th- I thought about it. The second we introduced the scrolls, I'm like, wait, I thought all the scrolls were on Earth. You know what? I don't fucking care. So I'm not going to, I didn't like Secret Invasion. I'm not going to think about it. <laughs> I, don't... I, I was confused a little timeline wise in general. I'm also confused timeline wise in general with Loki, which like, I guess doesn't affect this, but seems Who like knows? it affects everything. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's, we'll get into it. Stay tuned for what we're into. Real quick, we're running a little long. We've been just sorting it in for months, everybody. Uh, we do get a, te- we get a tease that excites me. And it was funny, and it's, you guessed it, it's Iman Vellani-focused. It's where she meets up with Haley Steinfeld to try and do a Young Avengers. And she does a whole bit as if she knew what Nick Fury, how Nick Fury talked to Iron Man as if she was privy to that scene. Uh, and it was adorable. And I like the that idea was great. of our that young heroes excellent. teaming up. I'm on board with that tease. Those fuck the Kang teases. Give me those teases. Yeah. These young heroes was, you like, they'll team up. <laughs> that wasn't a tease. That was part of the movie. That was part of the movie, but it is like, it's not a teaser, but it is teasing. Yeah, yeah but it's teased. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. I loved that part. We knew it was coming. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. Um, and I think that those, uh, for this is going to be a weird way to phrase it, but like those two little actresses are two of the best little actresses I've ever seen. So, totally. Like, and especially but, in them, for as much as in you and I've been talking about it and mixed feelings about the shows, casting specifically of these two, but in general, awesome. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't wait to see them. Even their like brief dynamic, I was like, "That's cute." Yeah, like, just fun and like, I want to see them in different scenarios and like what they decide matters to them. Who who do they fight for again? Mm-hmm. Like, just cool, cool to see um, the the beginning phases of what we've known is going to happen for a long time. Yeah. What did you think about that next tease that we got? The next tease, I do just, I just want to say before we leave the good one, the good tease, the, I, I also think there's an argument to be made that those two might have chemistry with everybody. And yeah, so like true. sticking them together, it's like, you fuck yeah, I'll fucking watch that shit. I don't even know at this point, I don't even know who else they'll team up with and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll just watch yeah, yeah. them. So the other one, I don't care for the way Marvel has been teasing the X-Men. Spoilers, everybody. This this is the least kept secret. This has been like the second I got out of the theater, this was online already. I don't know how. Um, this is the only thing my whole theater cared about at all. I don't I don't care for I I feel like Kevin Feige is like those Fox X-Men movies are too beloved. We can't just introduce the MCU X-Men. And I would argue 
Kevin, all due respect, I think you're wrong. I think you, I don't, the X, the Fox X-Men had their day. I want to see your Wolverine. I want to see your Beast. I don't care. I do not care about bringing Kelsey Grammer back to play Beast, even though he looks a lot better. I typically make the argument, you know, practical effects when you can. But having just, we're doing, we're covering X-Men movies with Sal over on Mutant Academy. Haven't seen two practical effect beasts, three now. Maybe CG with that guy because he looks better here. And then I had to text. I didn't know. It may, uh, sorry, guys. Maybe I'm being too, I'm tooting my own horn or whatever. I didn't know what the reveal with, there's a big, okay. So for, the, for people that haven't seen the movie that want to be spoiled, uh, uh, Monica Rambeau is stuck on the other side of another dimension. She wakes up in a hospital bed, which by the way, was clearly the same hospital. They filmed the flashback with old Maria Rambeau. And, um, and she wakes up to see her mom who is dead in our universe, but alive here. And then her doctor is oh, Hank McCoy, Kelsey Grammer's beast. Oh my God. And then there's a big reveal where I believe the character is Maria Rambeau. The mom has a costume and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this means. And if I don't know, yeah, like I didn't know who to text to be like, I don't know what this means. Can you explain this to me? So like, I like, so I texted like, I knew they had a New York screening. So I texted Sal. I was like, Hey man, did you see the Marvel? He's like, not yet. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know who to ask. (laughs) And, um, I think what it finally hit for me is that, and somebody more knowledgeable than me can let me know in the comments. Carol Danvers has had a lot of different, uh, code names and one of them was binary I think we just put Maria Rambo in the binary costume a version of the binary costume and called it a day because there's not I don't think she's supposed to be a specific X-Men character or anything so I guess what I'm supposed to understand is in this universe she was earlier in the movie they're like Carol's like it should have been you you should have been Captain Marvel and I guess and and then why not she was already in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness not why not just say it's that universe she only got covered with rocks. She could have survived that encounter with Scarlet Witch. Why are we making it a different universe than that universe? What are we doing? <laughs> well, this entire interaction, I will say, was a little bit confusing to me, DJ, because you just described it as she gets stuck in a different dimension. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's because I've been watching Loki. But I'm, like, confused on where we were here. I, I guess I think I'm thinking a little too hard about it, but... So she gets sucked into a warp. I don't know. Yeah. Closing something. Yeah. In the movie, there was those little hexagons that take you through our, you saw them in Guardians of the Galaxy. They're our our universe. What I think we're supposed to understand is that, uh uh-oh, villain punched a hole into another universe. (gasps) And we have to close that for reasons. (laughs) And they did it from where she is now? Yes. Okay. So, so she's she stuck in the other dimension until the next crossover. She gets stuck there. Yes. With somebody who's not her mom. Yeah, an alternate like, Yeah, an alternate version of her mom. Randomly, the one person she wakes up next to. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person's there because... In, in her hospital room? Yeah. Because I guess she's the one that got her. Because she found her. Yeah, and so she's going to sleep in the room now. <laughs> so randomly she found her, even though there's no relation. Yeah. And was concerned and brought her here. Yes. Okay. 
And mm-hmm. I, I do get it, I guess. But it, it, it is all, an all an excuse to be like, mom, you're alive. Wait, you're not my mom. Oh my God. Right. It's just this- weird that if there's no relationship between these two, that she's the one that brought her in. And also she, she doesn't seem to know her, which, yeah, just. Uh, yeah. And I, and again, I also don't care for, it feels like we're really building up to, don't worry, everybody. We're going to cross the Fox X-Men into this universe. Like, that's not what I want. I don't want that. I don't, I don't, I want to see, I want to see Tom Holland, Spider-Man hang out with whoever the MCU Wolverine is. That's all I care about. I don't care. Hugh Jackman has been doing this for 20 years. Let the man take a break. All right. I'm excited to see him in Deadpool, but he doesn't need to be the MCU's Wolverine. I don't, I I don't. And and I think truthfully, and we're going to get into what we're into with Loki. I, I want to take the multiverse away from the MCU guys. Clearly you're not ready for this. All right. No more multiverse stuff. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we're I, all confused. All of us are confused. <laughs> I hear you just because there's so much going on sometimes. And I'm just like, uh, okay. I'm not you in terms of, I'm not an encyclopedia, especially when it comes to Marvel, you know, I'm much more DC. Like, yeah. okay, I get what that is. This is, um, but I've seen everything. Yes. There's not one thing I haven't seen. Yeah. I make a living off of talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously leaps and bounds more knowledgeable about what it is going on in the MCU than the average movie goer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's like, uh, it's too, with Fantastic Four yeah. and X-Men and um, Spider-Man, Sony, Venom, yeah, and Avengers, I'm like, I don't know. This is a weird comment, but like, stay in your lane. Yeah. I, 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 and I don't feel that way actually about Sony Spider-Man because obviously I also want Tom Holland kicking it. And I love, um, I loved No Way Home or yeah. whatever, all of them actually. But, but my point is introducing the X-Men here just felt like, they thought that the reaction was going to be like, what? Yes. And my movie theater's reaction was that. And I feel crazy because I was like, huh? Okay. Is that now like, is this a big deal? How big of a deal is this? What are you actually telling me? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, I think about like the excitement I felt seeing Kamala Khan hang out with Kate Bishop. It's like, yes, yeah, that's what I want. And yeah. I think about like, think about the excitement we have in Civil War when Tom Holland's Peter Parker shows up. You're like, fuck yeah. Think about that scene instead. It, but instead, it's like we open the portal and now here's Tobey Maguire Spider Man. It's like that's I don't really care actually. Like I don't. I would. I again introduce your own X Men. I I. I don't know that the Fox X-Men franchise is as beloved as they seem to think that it is. Like, I don't, why, especially Kelsey Grammer's beast. Is any, is anybody chomping at the bit for that one? I don't know. I, 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 yeah. And I think the fact that you were confused and I was confused and we've been covering this for a a minute. Well, that's that's a problem too, though. Like I, I, and I guess mine is less confused, more like, is that the biggest coincidence of all time? Like just you went into a different dimension mm-hmm. and the person sitting next to you yeah, that found you is your mom, not your mom. Yeah. 
I mean, come on. Don't they have lines about, I think this movie has lines about fate or something. It's like a yada yada their way through like the the coincidences that happen. Like, yeah, fate. All right, whatever, man. but But then make it her mom. Yeah. Because then at least she would have a reason to be by her hospital. And then it would be like, wow, it is a really big coincidence that like her mom was able to find her. But now it's not her mom. It's yeah. a random person that looks like her mom sitting mm-hmm. next to her. Yeah. I For me, you're 100% right. For me, it was more troubling that I don't, I didn't care. I don't, I don't care about this. I don't. Uh, and that's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's a problem. Like, again, care a lot about Haley Steinfeld and, Iman Falani teaming up. Do not care about this. And it and that seems to be what we're more interested in. The studio is more interested in. So listen, everybody. Pff, buckle up. We'll see a lot of a lot of shaking up. But let's wrap this up. Roxy, what should the kids be looking out for from you? I love Kayla Marie saying, What you seek is seeking you. Mm-hmm. Does that have to do with it? LOL. <laughs> what you seek is seeking you. Is that from something? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like MCU mumbo jumbo stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, sounds like Doctor Strange. Uh, or yeah, whatever. or like it could have been in this episode of Loki and I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was Loki, yeah. something like that. But just the fact that, like, yeah, you're right. I could justify it with what. It's just mumbo the writers was. wanted them. Oh, my mom's oh, alive. Oh, yeah, it's on Kamala's. Uh, uh bangle the written yeah. in the oh the, yeah right also i don't know why it matters that we got both of them together because she seemed to do the things one and yeah and then it, the other one's just gone she's just it, the movie just ends she's got the one now and i'm like all right whatever man i, don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I thought was, she was gonna give one to somebody i don't know yeah we'll, we'll see um yeah, yeah. You find me at Roxy Stryer and um, check out Always Lola, which will be available November twenty eighth. Yay! And Killer Marie saying Brie had on the other one, and I'm sure you're correct. I do Did not remember. I, 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 I'm just going to take that as fact. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can follow the show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on X, you ain't got the vowels from stupid. And we will see you all next time.